from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Everybody, welcome in. It is a Sunday afternoon edition of VEASAN Bet Center here on this Memorial Day weekend, live from our downtown Las Vegas Circus Studios. Look at this. We've got three in the booth here. We've got Greg Peterson, Josh Towers, a former big league pitcher. I'm Ben Wilson, our producer behind the glass, Matt Neverett, Dakota Kibish Martin, our director today. Josh, where were you at yesterday, man? Greg and I were here. <laughs> we had all sorts of craziness NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, MLB, PGA, and it's continued into today, so thank, thanks for joining the party, Josh. Long time yeah, no see, man. I caught none of it, too. We had high school graduation <laughs> yesterday, so <laughs> sports were off for me. It was a good day off. Actually. Well, congrats, uh, congrats to you. your son. Yeah, big big awesome. graduation weekend, of course. Yes, what, you, uh, what you missed was, some, like we mentioned, some of the big NBA games, yeah. although what it, what it came into today was uh, even, I guess some even more highly anticipated matchups and a couple that uh, Greg and I, we had, we had looked into yesterday, and one has just gone final here, so we'll get you caught up on that right away if you're just joining us. The big stories in the NBA playoffs, and the biggest story probably is on the injury front. That happening in Game 4 of the Lakers and Suns series. Some Suns backers behind us here in the Circus Studios, uh, they, were, they were just celebrating big time, uh, Greg, in the sportsbook as the Suns pull off the upset, six-and-a-half-point underdogs, a good amount of the handle, and the tickets written. Guys, we're on the Lakers, as you'd kind of expect in this game. Also, a lot of money coming on the total of 210. This goes well under as the Suns win it at Staples Center, 192. But Anthony Davis, who already came in with a hyperextended knee issue, he leaves pretty early in this game with a groin injury. And uh, early reports, not, uh, not great. It was, it was in that uh, late in the first half that he went out. Uh, Greg, just, what were your first thoughts just watching the injury and seeing how the rest of this game uh, played out in a series that uh, is now 2-2? It was a little bit t- troubling to be able to back the Lakers going into the series just because you sort of knew that the injuries that AD, along with LeBron James, had, they could act up at any time, especially with LeBron James. That's an injury in which you've got a high ankle sprain. If you wind up tweaking that thing just even remotely wrong, that could put you on the shelf for the entire series. So I had a lot of trepidation there, and I think we're finding this out. Injury or not to Anthony Davis in this one, chemistry matters in basketball. It doesn't matter if it's 9-10 year old basketball. It doesn't matter if it's college basketball. It doesn't matter if it's pro basketball. You can tell that even when 
everyone was out there at full staff for the Lakers. They just didn't seem quite right. We're noticing this with the Brooklyn Nets as well. They've been able to do a solid job being able to reel off a couple wins against the Boston Celtics, but you could tell in game one that they weren't necessarily mm-hmm. looking right, and game by game, they've been looking a little bit better. So I think that that's something that has gone a little bit under the radar, and now with Anthony Davis, I would say he's likely probably not going to be playing in the next game, and if he does, he's going to be very, very limited. It puts the Lakers in a very tough spot against a Suns team that I think many of us sold short. They went 10 of 35 from three-point range today and still wound up winning the game on the road. Yeah, you've loved uh, I know you've loved the Suns team. You love any team, Greg, that goes on crazy against the spread streak runs. Them and the Knicks had some pretty impressive stretches oh, yes. uh, this, this year. But looking at it now, and, and you think about it today for, uh, for Phoenix, who get a very balanced effort. Nobody scored more than 20 points, but all five starters in double figures. Cameron Payne off the bench. Yeah, sure. and, and Cameron Payne as well, adding uh, 13. So, Josh, I know different sport for you, but when, as far as thinking about this from the injury standpoint, but you look at AD now. Misses 36 of the 72 regular season games. And, and you just you go down the list of the injuries that he had. Calf, Achilles tendon, hyperextended knee, and now groin. I mean, you, you look, as a, I think we all, you talk about underselling, Greg. I think we all, I think as viewers and better sometimes undersell what these professional athletes have to go through to stay in game shape, especially when we're into the playoffs. So from your, from your side of thinking, Josh, I mean, what, what, what's sort of the reaction that you have when you see a guy who's already been through the ringer this year get knocked down again, and, and a guy who the Lakers obviously desperately need to have any chance of winning this series and, uh, and, and also winning just the West and the title potentially. Yeah, they need him for everything. Uh, honestly, it's like this game on the bottom right over here with the Giants and Dodgers. We all know who's on the Dodgers, but none of us know who's on the Giants. But yet they got probably the second-best record in baseball, and they're still around. They're winning 5 nothing, I think, today as well. It's that thing. It's, it's what Hoops just said. It's chemistry. It's, that's what they have, and that's what we saw with the Suns today. I think the, the Anthony Davis injury is highlighted, and it's an easy excuse for us and for anybody behind us who'd bet the Lakers to say that's why. But the reality is, like you guys just said, there's six guys in double digits for the Suns. So who are you guarding today? You know what I'm saying? Because the whole team stepped up to play. Uh, I know it seems close with eight, but, you know, down the stretch, uh, it was different, and and the end last couple minutes didn't matter. Uh, Anthony Davis has to be on the court. Obviously, the brawn has to be on the court. But they got to play better as well when they are on the court. And that's the thing. Coming into this game, Anthony Davis said something to the extent of, don't quote me, uh, 100% I'm playing Sunday night. Yeah, yeah, he said that. 100%, right? Well, it sounds awesome in theory, but it's not really – I wasn't really that confident when he said that. He was trying to convince us, you know, that he was okay. Like, you can tell the way we give interviews at times – He's not going to miss it because of who he is and what it means. It's a postseason, and if I can give a little bit of effort, I'm probably going to try to do that. I have to be pulled back by a coach. I have to be pulled back by a trainer, by a doctor, if we really don't feel like it's a reality. But the Lakers realize what's at stake, and so they're willing to, to play it a little bit. The injury concern for me is it makes me think that he was favoring something else, which caused a new injury, which is never good. That's the biggest issue. And he had to be honest with them in the beginning that if that was the case, he needed to be vocal Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I don't know. But now the Lakers are in a very bad spot. With all that said, once again, I don't think we should sell the Phoenix on short. Right, and, and that also kind of leads into where will this series price go now? Because it's 2-2. This was a price that when it came out, Lakers, despite being the seventh seed, were a pretty overwhelming favorite here. And even though there was some Suns money, just from the, the raw standpoint of a, a two-seed with home court advantage, Getting an underdog price, the Lakers still go off in the minus 175 to 190 range as a favorite. So usually you would, Greg, expect to see the number anytime a series is back to even go back to that original series price. However, where do you think this price goes now? We'll, we'll see it re-released later tonight based off of the injury we saw today with AD. I would expect the Suns to still be a little bit of an underdog, but I don't think it's going to go back to the normal series price because there's so much questioning with Anthony Davis, whether or not he's going to be able to go next game or not. And I really think that there might be quite a few books that wind up holding off. We see that out here in Las Vegas quite a bit. I think that there might be a couple books that decide, you know what, we're going to hold off until we know a little bit more information about this Anthony Davis injury. But I would say maybe you get the Suns plus 135-ish. That would be a little bit of a guess in my opinion. Obviously, it might be a little bit off because we need to find out a little bit more of the specifics of this. But I expect the Suns to be a little bit of an underdog. But now what they wound up beginning as in the series, I do think that there are quite a few more people that are starting to realize, hey, maybe this Lakers team is just a little bit too banged up. Maybe they just haven't had enough reps together. 
and I mean, it, it felt like kind of a wide open West to, to, to begin with. That's why I didn't have a play. I don't know if either of you guys had a future play on any no. team coming in into this postseason. I more looked at uh, at the Eastern Conference, and that's where we'll kind of swing to right now. Well, because, real quick though, because here's the other problem: yeah. is Schroeder was three for thirteen, Kuzma four for eleven. I mean, nobody else helped out. Right. There was, there was no assistance. And I don't know if, I mean, LeBron, would he take 21 shots? So I, 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 somebody else has, you know, there's got to be more. Like, I get it. I, we run in two- and three-man fronts in the NBA these days, and sometimes that two-man front can get it done. But, there, I mean, listen, dude, there has to be more to it. And, and again, the chemistry, it, it's huge. It's huge in all sports, and it, it's being on the ice. It's being on the field. It's being on the court. It's knowing where somebody's going to be without thinking. It's, you know, these guys play at a pace that's so much faster than anything that we understand. Um, that people have to be in spots without me even knowing they're there. I just got to feel it. And if that's not there, it's lost. They are already, by the way, listing AD questionable, as you would yeah, imagine. Yeah. Questionable for Tuesday. That just as of two minutes ago. It's the Bill with, Belichick report. With, with the groin, <laughs> uh, waiting to see when a, when a line does flash. Because usually we've seen openers, and you, you, you've noted this, Greg, openers will come up pretty shortly after the previous game finishes. So we're going to see a line hung. It's just a matter of where the movement will come here. And uh, with, with Phoenix going back home, it's going to be very interesting uh, to see there. We have also been tracking as well uh, throughout the weekend just where the public action is on, how lopsided some of these betting games are in the NBA playoffs. And this was a game, as I, I just mentioned, the majority of the handle, 62%, at least on DraftKings Sportsbooks, were on the Lakers to win this game. And 68% of the handle as well were on the over, 210 uh, neither of those numbers get there, and I'm sure a lot of people had the Lakers thrown in there with the Nets in a nice little money line parlay. That, of course, uh, is already dead. However, yeah. one game that actually did uh, work in, in the favor of the public betters was the Knicks-Hawks game earlier in a game where the Hawks win going away to take a 3-1 uh, series lead in that series as about a five-point uh, favorite earlier today so you look at it now the Hawks after uh, kind of a crazy couple games at a raucous MSG able to go home win both games in the series this one 113 to 96 in a game that does uh, depending on where you got it, it this was kind of an interesting number 209 at most shops and the old-fashioned push on your, <laughs> your, uh, your 209 total but the Hawks do cover going away and they now go up to, to 3-1 uh, in this series with the winner to likely face Philadelphia up 3 nothing at uh, at this spot currently on the Washington Wizards. Greg, how much of a threat do you think Atlanta, now that now that we have a 3-1 edge, and they, they certainly look to be well on their way, do you, do you, could you potentially see them giving to a Philly team here in the Eastern Semis? Not very much, I'll be honest with you. I just don't think that the Atlanta Hawks match up very well with the Philadelphia 76ers. I think the Sixers, just in general, have a little bit too much size and a little bit too much athleticism for this Atlanta Hawks team. But I've got to say, even though he didn't have necessarily the world's biggest game, Boyan Bogdanovich really did a little bit of everything for the Atlanta Hawks in this one. He was able to give you 12 points, chipped in there eight rebounds, he gives you six assists. This is just a guy that in the last couple months I've been impressed by. When the Atlanta Hawks were dealing with that Trey Young injury, he was the guy that really stepped up for them. Always helps when you get Danilo Gallinari, the former Nick, coming off the bench for 21 points. That's always a little bit helpful as well. But I felt like the Hawks were just better whenever Bogdanovich was out there on the floor. He made the most out of his minutes. And for the New York Knicks, just a situation in which you need a little bit more out of some of the ancillary pieces because when you wind up having a grand total of zero points from Reggie Bullock, it really makes it a little bit difficult for you. So I take a look at the Hawks. I think that they should be able to win this series. But right now, as I'm seeing it, I really think that these 76ers are starting to become a little bit of yeah. the team to beat out there in the East. I know that there are many people bullish on the Nets. I like the Philadelphia 76ers. Well, we had this whole conversation, Josh, yesterday. Greg and I kind of doing the deep dive onto where we're at with Eastern Conference futures here. So you, you got to join the party, Josh. We're, I got to join we're, it. We're, you and I, we've, taught, we've had this discussion in the past in the couple weeks uh, leading up to the postseason. Where are you at right now with any of your plays and, and kind of your thoughts on the East as we've seen these first-round series play out? Uh, well, listen, I'll agree with the 76ers. I think they've looked fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I think this series with Atlanta and the Knicks is, is pretty much just even. I mean, I know it's 3-1, but it just it's played out even. That first game was, was crazy close, and so really home court is the issue here, but I don't see anything moving forward past that. Um, I, I don't know, man. I understand the Brooklyn hype. I'm still, I still need more. You know, I'm not, I'm not. You're a big chemistry guy too. Though, yeah, so. I'm, exactly. I'm not fully <laughs> convinced on it. And the Bucks have a lot of experience together too. So that's exciting. And they looked amazing in that series. I mean, even when they were down last game, it didn't matter. I mean, it's destroyed in the second half. So, um, 
I, I think it's going to be between Milwaukee and, and the Sixers, to be honest with you. You can still get e- either of those teams plus. are in the plus 250 to 275, even as high in some shops as 3-1 three, three to one right now on, on Milwaukee Ridge. So, yeah, it's, it's out there. I will be interested to see, and we're going to talk about this uh, later in this first hour of our VEASAN Bet Center show, this Nets Celtics game. We do have, I'll get to it before the, and we do a full preview of this, guys, but we do have a couple of injury notices just coming out, and that is for the Boston Celtics. They did officially downgrade uh, both Kemba Walker, Robert Williams III to doubtful. Not something that I would think necessarily would move the line a ton, but we've already seen a boatload of Nets money coming in. This thing has been bet up. Uh, from eight earlier in the day, and it's up to nine. I'm not sure where it'll close, but we've got about a half hour till tip time, and it's uh, or I should say a little bit, a little bit, a little bit under an hour until tip time, and it's already up to nine in most shops. So, and lightly. the real handicap here is what do you think that Jason Tatum is going to give the Boston Celtics? Because he has been the entire team at Basically. this point, and I mean with Kemba Walker. This isn't necessarily a surprise that he's probably not going to play in this game. Let's be honest here. We've known that he's going through injury issues. He's been dealing with them for quite a while now. So this shouldn't necessarily be the biggest line movement in the world. You mentioned the big man out of Texas A&M, Williams. Uh, he's given you a little bit of something, but with that said, for the Celtics, it's really just all about Jason Tatum at this point. I don't know if there's a single team in this postseason right now that's more reliant on one guy than the Celtics are on Jason Tatum. If he's able to give you 40-plus tonight, Celtics have a chance to be able to hang in there, cover the spread, and perhaps win this game outright. If Jason Tatum gives you, a, if Jason Tatum winds up giving you a dud, it's going to be curtains for them. So I guess the real bet is uh, what's Jason Tatum's prop bet? Yeah, I mean, sometimes the single handicap, a single short, simple handicap is uh, a correct handicap. Where would you set the point prop on Tatum? And then, I'll, and then I'll tell you where it's actually at. Just, I mean, I would love to say it's in the thirties, but I mean, that's just insane. I would go I mean, thirty-three and a half. I mean, we've seen <laughs> look Steph Curry at the end of the regular season, and in those playing games, he was thirty-one and a half. Steph Curry, that's that's a whole different dude. And I realize how good Tatum's been, but and I know I mean like fifty point games seem to be his thing. But you want to actually set a number here because I've got it pulled up. I think it's going to be like 20, 28, 29. 33 and a half. Greg Hoops Peterson. That's why. That's why his middle name, Josh. If, if you weren't known, is, yeah. is Hoops not his official middle name? That what it is. I actually <laughs> might. Is your is your middle name officially Hoops? It might be. I think it's on my birth certificate. There, all right. Wait, well, so what, let's what, get confident. It's, it is thirty four and a half. 34 and Slight a half. juice to the over. So do we like the nine at this point, or do we like the over in Tatum or under in Tatum? I, sorry, I should say a slight juice to the under here. So you have to lay uh, 21 cents. This is at least if you're betting on East Coast books. Man, I, for a guy who just scored 50, that's why I think a lot of casual bettors are going to say, you know what, screw it. Give me the, give me the over, but I don't know, man. That's it's hard for me to go so there on a many And I, I tend to stay away from, especially the stars with point props specifically in the playoffs, because these are pretty... Sharp lines, I feel like. And I don't like yeah. to use the word sharp square, but but right. the bookmakers know. They have a really good idea breaking down and the analytics. And they know where... that the bets are coming in on the over. Yes, and, and they know where these where, yeah where, where these numbers are going to be at. So I think a lot of people like you, Josh, would probably say, yeah, 30 seems about right. And what, what do the bookmakers do? They say, all right, you want to take that over? All right, go <laughs> go up a little bit. Go up two buckets. And then some. So he's going to score 36 tonight. So he'll, he'll probably score 33. It'll be, it'll be funny. Uh, we're just getting started here on uh, Visa Betson. We've got a lot more uh, coming your way. We'll update the golf next as we go out to the Charles Schwab Challenge. Coming right down to the wire. Talk to you about that next right here on Visa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. It is a Sunday afternoon here in downtown Las Vegas. You are watching and listening to VEASAN Bet Center with Greg Peterson, Josh Towers. I'm Ben Wilson. Let's turn our attention to some of the Sunday golf action because we are down to the wire. One hole to go in the Charles Schwab Challenge. It's really a two-man race at this point. Uh, there, there are fewer golfers in contention than there are people on this desk right now. Only two. Jordan Spieth and Jason Kokrak. So a couple, a really big name in Spieth, who was the tournament favorite at 12 to 1. Jason Kokrak, you could have got it 50 or 60 to 1. And actually, a couple of our friends on the Long Shots crew, Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds, each have tickets on Jason Kokrak. And it's Kokrak, who's got a one-shot lead, going to 17, just drilled a big par putt. Jordan Spieth also had to make a big par putt to stay a shot back at one behind. Josh, you've been watching this pretty closely all day today. Is Kokrak going to hang on here? He's a big live favorite, minus $5 going to the 18th. Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. yes. I mean, There's nothing you love more, too, than guys having to play under pressure in events like this. I dig it. Oh, listen, that's, I mean, that's is what's so cool about this 18th hole in particular. Jordan has not played well. I mean, he's got two birdies and I think four bogeys on the card. He's seemed to have the wedge in the hand every hole where he's had to be chipping back to the green. And he... They really haven't been that good where he's usually a master with the wedge. He cuts this drive. I think he's going to have a shot in, but he still wasn't the best drive as well on 18. Now Kokrak's going to step up. Uh, Kokrak's has been playing better. And, again, with, with the inconsistencies, like Jordan really has worked hard to be where he's at. I think he's plus two on the day, if I'm not mistaken. And it, it's, it could be a lot worse. If he wasn't in contention, this would have been one of those blow-up rounds. But he was able to mentally stay in this, which is also impressive because he's had so many opportunities this year to win, and he hasn't pulled through. Uh, this one, he's probably going to really tear himself up. But, again, going to the 18, you have a shot. He just got to be able to put this on the green, which he hasn't done very much today. You know, and Greg, you and I, we were, we were bullish yesterday on Kokrak. He was 2-1. to one. You were very bullish on him, and I give you a bunch of credit well, for that. Would have been nice had, I had, my, had my wallet followed along with that and, and thrown more on uh, Jason Kokrak. But uh, here, at least, look, our friends Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds are going to uh, potentially benefit here. Is Kokrak's drive down the left side in pretty good position right on the yep. first cut, while Jordan Spieth, he sli- goes with the old slicer out wide, out to the right on a hole that's a dog leg left. So he's got a long way to go in the secondary cut. Uh, but Greg, the thing we talked about was the uh, the whole concept of Jason Kokrak being the best player in the field, uh, tee to green overall. And even though we struggled a little bit around the greens today, he's continued that uh, with very good tee play with the gang about a stroke and a half off the tee today. And you look at, at it on the other side, even though Spieth has been decent off the tee, it's really been everything else for him. Putting's been brutal. We've said that before in final rounds, around the green, approach, tee to green, all losing strokes on the field today. And Kokrak, it just feels like he's the more consistent player in general. We've seen it with Jordan Spieth where sometimes he just completely loses it. And to his credit, 
there are times in which Spieth would have been much worse than he was today. He still is a little bit over par, but he's been able to rally himself in what has really been pedestrian days for both Kokrak and Jordan Spieth. You wound up seeing quite a few guys go under par just throughout the entire tournament. That has not been the case for either Kokrak or Spieth today, but with Kokrak, he doesn't necessarily do one thing great, but he just doesn't let the tournament get away from him. He always just does a good job of being able to settle for his pars. He does a good job of not necessarily risking heaven and earth to be able to try to get that birdie putt, but instead he just winds up thinking, okay, if I could just make a par here, we can make it up on the next hole. Don't panic. And I really like his game in general. Him at between 50 and 60 to 1 was a little bit befuddling. He's not a top 20 player in the world, and I felt like that was a little bit too short. Speed I mm-hmm. felt like was a rightful favorite because he's playing out there in his home state of Texas. This is a course in which he's done very well on, and he just does well in the state of Texas in general. But I really like the way that Kokrak is starting to put things together. We, so we're watching that go to 18. We, also, we do have one other tournament that has gone final. That is the Senior PGA Championship played hey, at hey. Southern Hills, the site of next year's PGA Championship. And I, do I have this right, Josh? One of your former workout partners? Alex Chaka, yeah. a former a former partner right. of my dad's at the Greater Milwaukee Open Pro Am in two thousand two. Hey, hey, he's your champion, hey, sixteen to one. Alex Chaka wins by four. He I've heard of you, Josh. He had that smile <laughs> on his face too. Like he's you guys been are playing good. You seriously, you were workout uh, partners. He yeah, lives man. in Vegas, right? He used to live in Vegas. I think he's out in Jupiter, Florida now with the rest of the boys. But Look at um, that. Yeah, he used to be out here. We used to work out together over You didn't at, back uh, your former workout partner? Huh? At 16 to 1, you didn't put a ticket on your former workout partner? <laughs> didn't show up on the app that we can bet it. <laughs> Otherwise, I might have. Otherwise, you might have. Was, uh, was he a good spotter for you? Or I thought he was a great guy, man. Had, had good yeah. form? Okay. And it's all, and you can tell, too. I mean, listen, they're, they're on the senior tour. He looks like he's in as good a shape as he's ever been in his life. And, again, the smile was awesome to see. He looks like he's in a great place. And to see him perform like that was so cool to win a major. It's awesome. The tournament favorite, Steve Stricker, captain of the Ryder Cup this year, shoots 77 Ooh. on the final day. Hey. He was a, a he was the pre-tournament favorite, big favorite going into the final round. Does not go well for Strick uh, there in Tulsa. So congratulations to Alex Jacob. We'll tell you what happens on the 18th uh, here next at the Charles Schwab Challenge. We'll also update you on the one NHL hockey game in progress. Big things happening in the Lightning Hurricanes game one. We'll talk about that next here on VEASAN Bet Center. full swing, so it's the perfect time to work on cashing tickets every day. Our Visa experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis for every game on VEASAN.com slash MLB and our daily members-only best bet emails. Now is the time to start your free trial and take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You know who's going to cash a ticket? Our buddies Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds because yeah. Jordan Spieth puts it in the drink on 18... Josh Chowers with a shake of his head as Spieth just kind of, not a total snap hook, but it was a, a nervy kind of break it off type swing. And uh, yeah, I mean, not great. He had a lot of grass. He wasn't going to be able to put any spin and stop the ball. But again, it looked like he had enough green to work with. He's just been doing that all day. I mean, it's, I'm, every, it just seems to be over the green, over the green, chipping back. And that was no different, except there was water this time. And there it is. It's over. Jason Kokrak, 60 to 1. I know he closed in some shops at 50, but. Either way, 50, 60, that, that qualifies as a log shot. And so uh, he basically just comfortably puts his ball on the green about 30 feet away. And with Spieth having to take a drop, he is on the green in four. So for Kokrak, he can basically three-putt and still win this championship. And that's that's assuming Spieth actually makes that putt. So uh, congratulations to Kokrak. We even coming into today was 2-1 to one to win the tournament. In a matchup against Spieth, he could have bet that. He was plus 130 if you were maybe afraid of... Uh, somebody else coming from further back in the pack, and if Spieth fell apart, but too the, far the back, sixty to yeah. one was these guys were about to be at. Yeah. So, so we talk. Well, that's what we talk about when we say cash and tickets. You know, you gotta do your even homework. five bucks at fifty to sixty to one. You're getting yourself a very nice dinner for you and a special someone. And a, a, it could be two. It could just be you, you and yourself. You just pay. You know, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So <laughs> nothing wrong with that. So let us know if you've got any uh, any bets you're sweating right now. If if you have anything you're looking ahead to 
in uh, in the later games that we still have going on, hit us up on Twitter at VSIN Live. Again, uh, Ben Wilson with you here. We have Greg Peterson, Josh Towers. We're also tracking the NHL playoffs going on. Greg and I, we kind of broke down the Lightning Hurricanes series and how the Lightning, defending cup champions, a, a short favorite here at minus 135 for the overall series coming in against a Carolina team that had been better than them, the top seed out of the Central Division in the regular season. But, uh, Josh, I know you were looking down. You, you had the – you were you looked – lift the curtain here. We've got like six, seven studios – or TVs in our <laughs> studio. We don't have six or seven studios. But we've got a lot of TVs in the studio. And you looked down right as uh, we saw a goal here from Braden Points, who's been huge for the Lightning throughout this uh, playoff run, one-zip Lightning. Yeah, well, I mean, it was – because of how late in the game it's becoming, right? We're, we're deep into the second – and uh, in the first series for Carolina, they, they were outscored. I mean, they gave up the first goal five to six games. So now we're getting deep in this game, and Tampa Bay puts a, a goal on the board. That's a big, big momentum swing. Like, this is a team that also went 3-0 and at home versus Nashville. But yet you're giving up the first goal. You're coming from behind. There's, it says a lot about your team, but that can only – I mean, that's like leadoff walks. How many times are you going to pitch against them? Like, a roundup, it's, it's, it's just something you can't do. And so as good of a home team as Carolina is, you know, you're giving up that goal, and now it's late in the second. Tampa's in a great spot, and then the offense has looked even better, obviously more comfortable, more relaxed since. So we'll see what happens. I think Tampa might be going on a power play here. Is that right? Looks like it, yeah. They will set things up, and they're already now up to minus 280 on the live line, plus 225 coming back on Carolina – with a this was this thing went off, Greg, right about a pick'em. There was a little toggling. One book in town had this minus one fifteen to the Hurricanes. I know the thing you expected. There was a lot of goals. Are you surprised we only have one here deep in the second period? Five and a half, juice to the over was our total. A little bit, and of course, the guy that winds up getting the goal, Braden Point. He has been absolutely terrific for the Lightning. That is his fifth goal this postseason. The guy's on another level, wound up having a nice regular season. And you've got to be taking a look at the goaltending situation here for the Lightning as well, even though you wound up having a little bit of a shaky go of it throughout the regular season, especially in the back half of the regular season, because Lightning started out very hot. They wound up having a little bit of a slide towards the back half of the season, but Vasilevsky's still one of the best out there in the league. And for the Carolina Hurricanes, they've been able to do a very good job of just being able to play general defense themselves not allowing a bunch of shots, but I do think that the Lightning are going to be able to get things going. This is a little bit more of a feel-em-out game one, so not necessarily stunned that we're seeing a little bit of a low-scoring front half of this game. I think that things might be picking up a little bit towards back half and then moving forward. I think we're going to see more goals scored as this series goes along. You know, Greg, Greg's middle name might be Hoops, but last night, Josh, you should have seen it. Him and I, we went head-to-head on a couple NHL games, and I was dead wrong <laughs> on the, the Toronto. I thought Toronto would close out Montreal pretty easily in Game 6. Complete choke job by the Maple Leafs. You were all over that, Greg. Toronto, it's the it's a team of chokers, uh, the Maple Leafs are, and that's now going to Game 7 tomorrow. Yep, and it's one of those things in which, being a Wisconsin sports fan, I know all about teams that choke in the postseason, and the oh, Toronto okay. Maple Leafs seem to be just <laughs> like all of our friends from Wisconsin. You don't believe in that, do you, Josh? Just because you're from a city, you're going to automatically choke? Yeah, I know you're as superstitious as they get with but you, You've told me, Josh has told me in the past, don't even say the word no-hitter. We're not even doing the game. We're just in the studio watching Listen. it. It, I mean, again, look at five innings is not where you should be posting no hitters, but they they put it up on you say, and then he gives a pay okay, immediately. I, I don't like any of that. We don't know. No, no, I'm saying, are you you buying what Greg's saying just because it's Toronto? The the jerseys are they are they providing are they providing that extra that extra step that is causing okay. Toronto to just totally fall apart? Because last night, it, let's call it what it is, it was a complete collapse last night. I do buy into it sometimes. And okay. listen, again, uh, Milwaukee sports fandom over here. You guys should understand that. Um, it's, it's amazing what plays in mentally, like when something happens and how instantly like you can become deflated as an athlete or kind of like rejuvenated. And, and this is one simple thing, and it's that here-you-go feeling, even though you don't say it, it's just the, the shoulders kind of go down. It's a letdown. And if that happens, like there's only so much you can do, even if you want to do something about it. So, I, listen, it's, that, that's self-check time for those guys. But I'm not overly concerned, but – Listen, it's, it's, it's the reality of sports and the mental side of what it is. We talk about the physical aspects of everything we do, but it's, it's the mental aspects. It's, I mean, look at the Knights the other day. I mean, it was the defense for them, playing offense. Like, I mean, it, it, it was just a, it, an unbelievable game, and you have to have those types of things. You have to have, like we talked about the Lakers, no one stepping up for the Lakers. Like, you have to have different things happen in order because you can't have the same people all the time do all this. Like, you can, I can't carry you all the time. So Jack Campbell gives up a soft goal in overtime, and all of a sudden, yeah, Game 7, by the way, 
early line on this game, Toronto minus 210. It's kind of how this whole series price has been. That seems like a, I don't know, for, for even though they've clearly been the better team, it's a game seven of an NHL playoff series. I don't know how you yeah. can see, say, how, how you can possibly support the fact that any team in a situation like that is more than a $2 favorite. That is crazy to me, even though they're probably right. going to win the game. And home ice advantage is big, but keep in mind out there in the country of Canada, you don't have the fans like you do in the United States as well. So you've got to be factoring that in as well when you take a look at home ice advantage. Yeah, uh, plus 180 coming back on Montreal tomorrow. I was also very wrong on that uh, Bruins-Islanders game. I had the under, ah, 5-2 Bruins. They, Bruins almost covered the total uh, by themselves last night. So still one nothing Tampa Bay, Carolina. Final two minutes of the second period there. When we return, we'll look ahead to the big NBA game that starts at the top of the hour here with Greg and Josh. Ben Wilson with you on a Sunday here on VEASAN Bet Center. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Indeed.com studio. Hiring? Start finding the right people right away. Visit Indeed.com slash credits. As we're getting set for a big night in the NBA playoffs, we've already seen two big games today. If you missed it, Anthony Davis leaves game four early with a groin injury. That was already after hyperextending his left knee coming in was questionable into that game. He is being listed as questionable for the Tuesday night game five between the Lakers and Suns. Now even at two games apiece, we'll see if the Boston Celtics can somehow, guys, tie this series up at, at uh, two games apiece after the Herculean effort by Jason Tatum in that game on Friday night. So 2-1 right now. This is, as you would expect, all the handle, and I mean all of it, not all of it, but basically all of it, 89% of the handle, according to DraftKings, 
coming on the Brooklyn Nets, bet up from seven and a half to eight. Our, by the way, our technical director, Dakota, got in on the Nets at minus eight. So I think maybe Dakota even. Dakota's moving numbers out here. Because this, this thing is climbing. It's up to eight and a half at only eight and a half behind us here at Circa. Nine everywhere else. Total of uh, 228 and a half. So as we get ready uh, to go for this, another reminder that Kemba Walker ruled uh, downgraded to uh, doubtful along with Robert Williams III. Obviously, uh, again, what, what this will come down to is how much can they get out of uh, out of Jason Tatum. But, Josh, any reason to think that the, that the, that the Nets can actually get challenged uh, in, this, in this series? I know what we watched on Friday, most people assuming, all right, flip on the radar. Not really going to foretell anything of doom for the Nets, at least in this series. Well, I, I mean, I wish we had stats. I wonder how many times the books win when they uh, collect 90% of the tickets on one, well, on one side, right? So, I, I don't know. I just, uh, that's too many for me. So, I'll take Boston by default. I don't care. I'll take we, them. They're at home. Give we me were nine. sitting here last, last Saturday, and you were like, you know what? I like the points with Boston. I'll take them again. And you know what? They came out looking really I'll good I'll also to take start. Tatum's under. <laughs> all, all the tic- uh, most of the tickets are on the... You look, you look at the four games today, All the majority of the handle was all on the over. And that... Of course. It's NBA... Like Greg, you mentioned this point earlier, right? It's, M- it's playoff betting, high public numbers. That's the nature of us as, yeah, as fans of sports. points. But at the right. same time... Here's what I don't get, though. Uh, and, and Greg, you can maybe touch on this since you kind of track how... You know, and, and you do this in baseball and, and obviously college basketball, but... The fact that we're in the playoffs and you see usually see scores lower because that's when teams actually play defense. It's, yeah, it's look, it's a very general point, but it's something that has rung true. So, why are you still then seeing the, if the public? It's not that hard to figure it out, right? That there's going to be a lot more points scored. Why would you? Why would the public not just say, "Oh, let's just go off this very generic, can, not can factual at all"? One? Can I take this one? Okay, you and take then I'll give it back to you. Take it. John. This is why, because you look behind us. Majority of these people show up on vacation. They look at the board and they go, "Oh, the Lakers, LeBron. Hey, let's take them." That's why. That's you're, the reality. So you're just saying oh, names, points. We like overs as, as as people. We like you tell me you put a plus next to a number, you give me points. You're telling me that team is supposed to lose. So immediately, as just an average person coming to Vegas or wherever your local sports books are, it's it. That's the natural tendency of. Maybe you're talking to a friend who doesn't know so much, and you know a little bit, and you're trying to sell a little bit. There's all kinds of things like that. There's only so many professionals or people like Hoops and, and the guys around here who do this on a regular basis, a lot of our loyal listeners who do this on a regular basis, who have a little bit more of a, a feel of what's going on, and then follow this on a daily basis. But the majority of us don't know what happened yesterday, don't know what happened last week, didn't know Anthony Davis was playing hurt, and just said, oh, Lakers are over, I'll take it. That's just how it goes. Look at, every, look at the Knights every time we play at home. Every, let's say there's 20,000 people at the arena, 15,000 have the Knights in the over on a ticket. It's just the reality of it. Josh Towers speaking down to the intelligence <laughs> of public betters. <laughs> and, and, is he wrong, Greg? <laughs> and Ben, this is something that we talked about yesterday. I brought this up. We've seen so many more player props the last couple of years because the folks out there on the East Coast have done a terrific job of being able to give more offerings, especially when it comes to the NBA playoffs. How often do you see... Someone being like, oh, yes, I absolutely love the under on this player prop. No, you're always rooting for a guy to get, like, over 20 (laughs) points. You're rooting for a guy to just go off for a double-double. The Russell Westbrook, will he get a triple-double or not player prop? You're looking at all these things, and it's one of these things in which, even if you wind up going on Twitter or something like that, how many people do you see, oh, yes, hammer this under right here. Let's root for player X to get under six and a half rebounds or something like that. You don't see that. You always see over, over, over. That's why the books wind up shading these numbers over. And you'll notice that throughout the day, typically these, those numbers on the player props, they're typically not going down. They're just continuing to go up and up and up because the books, they always get over money on these player props. I know Josh loves the, we've done, we've done, done this deep dive a number of times. Josh loves the Russell Westbrook triple double props and betting the no at huge plus huge prices. Plus. Uh, and to your point, Greg, if you look at the DraftKings, the most bet on player props today, Trey Young points over, okay. which did go over. Yep. Trey Young double double did not happen. Assist one assist shy. Trey Young over one and a half three pointers made at a huge juice price, minus 167 if you wanted to bet that over. He at four, so that went up. Hey, it, the point is, even if they're cashing, that, this is exactly what Greg's talking about. And the other two, Derek Rose over Julius Randle over their, their point props as well. So that kind of backs up exactly what, exactly what you're saying. Over, 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 and 
have a double double. The Rose thing, he probably oh. was in the teens, huh? Derrick Rose, uh, he he struggled in, in this game today. I'm just pulling this up. Randall has 23, so he barely scrapes over what was his Rose's? player prop. And Rose, who was set at 20 and a half, oh, okay. scored 18 points. So he went under. Randall was set at the 22 and a half. He goes over by a half point. So there you go. The only one that I've seen consistently bet under, uh, Greg, I don't know if you've even caught this, but the Michael Porter Jr. rebound prop has cashed under 17 of the last 18 times it has been offered. And we were talking about yesterday. How random is that? Out of the top five bets that were made yesterday on NBA player props, there were like four overs and none of them wound up getting there. And then there, at number five, it was Trevor Reza under like five and a half rebounds. He didn't have a single one. So you can tell that there's like one group of sharp bettors out there that are like under on player X rebounds and they just keep on cashing. <laughs> keep on cashing. So Josh, you're taking the points with Boston. I will take the points. Let me ask you a question. If, if Tatum doesn't shoot 50 yesterday, if he scored or the other day, uh, let's say he puts up 38, what's the number at today? Probably closer to, I would say, 31 and a half, maybe at 32 and a half. I mean, it's inflated by a basket or two for sure? Yeah. No question. Thirty. By the way, 34 and a half on the player prop if you're just joining us for Jason Tatum points. That's a lot. I'll take, a lot the, of points. I'll take the under. So you're going to take the points with Boston and also take the under. Yeah, it contradicts what I said to start, but yes. Yeah. That's a very interesting strategy. <laughs> it's a bold strategy, Josh. Somebody's going to step works up. Out they're going to put a hand in his face, I hope. I mean, you, you do realize that Boston. I don't think so. You, can you acknowledge that Boston, at least, it's Jason Tatum and a collection of skin, bones, and other assembled body parts making up four other players on the court, right? You can, you can, just, you just, you can acknowledge that, right? They have to understand. Josh just wants this. He just what wants I'm to Brooklyn has to understand <laughs> if, if Tatum goes off, Boston can win. They have to understand that. It's, it's simple philosophy. It's simple. We watch the game. So stop him, and we pretty much win the game. It's, 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 it's a no brainer. So I don't know. Put two people on them. Let's see if somebody else burns us. If no one else burns us, then we're good. If they do, we make an adjustment. Like at some point, you got to put a hand in his face. I know he's good, and it's easier to say. I mean, but you got some supposedly some pretty good basketball players. When I bet the when we bet the playing tournament, and I bet Washington, and I'm like, look, one guy who can beat you. What did the Washington Wizards' lack of defense do? They said, you know what? Let's just ISO Jason Tatum the whole time, and he scored 50 on them, and I lost my bet. So I'm not going down that path again. (laughs) The Wizards don't play defense. Hey, you know what? You know who else doesn't play defense? Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. Greg, you, you, you like anything here, Greg? I would go under on the Tatum point prop. <laughs> I mean, thirty-three points is still a really good game, and that would cash for your under. That is so a good game. I just think that that's a little bit too much. Maybe you get someone like a Marcus Smart who's able to give you a good performance. We've seen him be able to pull off just some sort of wizardry in the postseason in the past. So he's someone that might be able to step up for you a little bit. Kemba Walker, got to assume that he's going to be out at this point. He's listed as doubtful. He's not going to be playing in this one. But you still got a couple other guys that might be able to give you a little bit of something. I wouldn't be surprised if you wind up seeing a couple more minutes out of the gentleman from Tennessee, Grant Williams. He's shown a couple flashes in the past for the Boston Celtics. And I think that the Nets might go into a little bit of a mentality that, hey, we need someone else to beat us. Jason Tatum, he winds up going off for 50 last game. Let's really key in on him. Grant Williams, Aaron Neesmith coming off the bench. You guys, you get the shots. You, you get them. You take them. You take yeah. them. Uh, and by the way, with this game about to tip off, you're seeing a lot of the movements in the market as we speak. Circa was the only book still at 228 on the total. That just got bet up to 228.5. So, again, as always, look at different books right now. The whole market in Las Vegas in the Nevada jurisdictions here at 228.5. Circus still has the lowest number on the Brooklyn Nets at 8.5. But interestingly, they have the highest money line, so it's not always a correlation. They, they still have Brooklyn minus 445. You can get them as low as minus 420 if you're looking to, to parlay them with somebody mm. elsewhere. Mm-mm. I don't know about that. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of people who already parlayed 100%. Lakers and, oh, yeah, and yeah, Nets, yeah. and that's already dead. Yeah, that was a, Those always that was go great. Sure. 90% no. of the public is on Brooklyn. Yeah. Look how beautiful this place is behind us. It's a, it, it is a, it's and a, they love a those money line parlays, too, because they always say, oh, all we need is the two favorites to be able to win the game outright. And how often does oh. it actually happen? Not as much as he'd like to think. I'm going to tell you about a plus, plus price we had earlier today in a baseball game that you got to keep your eye on as well. Oh, you got Kevin Gausman? It was not Gausman. No. It was even better. Perfect. Wow. Better. It happens almost every time. Now that now that is a very professional tease. Who we're going to talk about? 
in our next hour by, uh, by our guy Josh Towers. Let, quickly before we hit a break, let, yeah. let, let's mention, though, that Giants-Dodgers game because yeah. it's a Giants team now uh, in the two, basically two innings away from winning three of four Chavez Ravino for the Dodgers. And I say your guy because, Josh, you started your major league career with the Baltimore Orioles. Mm -hmm. Kevin Gaussman did as well, but it did not go well. He's now found new life in San Francisco. A, a shutout today in six innings over L.A. Five nothing Giants in the eighth. He, I mean, he's shown us this for a long time. Again, I don't know the kid himself, so I don't understand off-seasons and all the other things that factor in and longevity of playing sports is very, very hard. But he showed his flashes in Baltimore, showed his flashes in Atlanta, showed us the truth now. Maybe he got past a couple of these hurdles that professional athletes get past. He looks awesome right now. And look at Clayton Kershaw touched up in this, Greg. Five earned. Six innings going, going into this game. Clayton Kershaw in his last 12 regular season home starts have given up 18 home runs in Dodger Stadium. Wow. Well, he gives up a three spot in the first. Travels in the day. Five nothing right now in the bottom of the eighth. We'll talk more MLB in hour two. Also preview some other NBA and NHL playoff games coming up later tonight as we roll on right here on Decent Bet Center. From BBC Radio Four. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.